Boomcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Boomcast. We have another exciting episode here for you today. As always, I'm your host, Storm. I'm joined by my co-host, Evil. Hey, what's up, everybody? If you could do us a great favor, if you could like, comment, and subscribe to the channel, it greatly helps us out. Yes, sir. And today, we have a very special guest on the show, a professional Call of Duty esports content creator. He's a podcast host. The list goes on. Please welcome Killadelphia. How you doing today, brother? Wise Gucci. It is your boy, Killadelphia. Hey, Hey, man, I'm amazing today. How are you guys? I'm good, brother. No complaints. Appreciate you guys for having me today, man. Appreciate you for coming on, man. Uh, We want to get to know you a little better. Uh, Give give something back to your audience, our audience, you know, and just spread the love. Absolutely. Jimbo, I was just talking to Jim uh, before we hopped on. It's kind of wild to me, just some chit-chat before we get going here. Isn't it wild, like, the Olympics are just in full flight right now? Like, it, this this past year, the past two years with COVID has just been, like, a wild ride, man. It's crazy to me. Have you guys caught any of the Olympics I yet? Was, or? I was watching some. So, every Sunday, a tradition of mine, I go to this little taco joint called the Humble Taco. And they have really good breakfast tacos, really good crafty tacos. And I was watching this, like, crazy kayaking <laughs> event. Going the da- down. The downhill one? Yeah, dude. It was wild. Yeah, those guys wow, are crazy. crazy. And girls. Yeah. Yeah. And then the uh the skateboarding it kicked off too. Right. Didn't the hometown uh Japanese skater win? I think so. I I didn't catch all of it, but I ca- I caught the start of it. Yeah. Wow. A Japanese skater won? That's yeah. crazy. Nigel Houston, uh the U- US skater was heavily favored, right? Um Yeah. But yeah, the That's Jap- my guy. The hometown guy, he pulled out the gold. Crazy. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, and I just the think X it's wild. Recently, uh, the X Games recently were a thing. And, uh, dude, some 12-year-old beat Tony Hawk's record. What? Oh, the he guy that did, did the uh, 1080? He did, a, he did a 1080 in front of Tony Hawk on the ramp. Like, Tony Hawk was there. And this 12-year-old kid just, all right, like, literally. Wow. Like, that's history wild, right there. Right in front of him. That's how you can tell we're getting old. Oh, oh I yeah. know, dude. Yo, that's what, yo. I was just having that conversation uh, the other day. It's like when your heroes that you looked up to when you were younger start getting old, and like you start seeing them age. It's like, damn, that means I'm getting old too. <laughs> it's like a reminder. Oh, that's Absolutely. the thing, man. People don't recognize who Tony Hawk is right now. Like he nah, goes they out. Don't. It's a Bro, meme in public he's the all the goat, time, and people don't even know. I know they don't. They they literally don't know. Not and it's crazy that. because he's I cake. come from a skating background. Oh, for real? Yeah, Let's I go. skate as well. Yeah, that's dope. I, I I grew up skating as well. Jim, you did you surfed, right? I did everything, man. I grew yeah. up in Southern California, Huntington Beach. So like, I skated, I surfed, I snowboarded, I wakeboarded. Like, and there were times where on the on a weekend, I'd wake up, go surf, come back. I'd end up wakeboarding in the afternoon, and then the following day, I'd go snowboarding. Like, is wild. That's yeah. crazy. That's so many activities yeah. in one day. Who did you look up to skateboarding wise when you were younger? Antoine Dixon. Okay. Dixon. Yeah, I remember his name. And Theodis Beasley. That one's a new one for me. I got to look Lizard up. Lizard King. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I got to look up some of their skate videos. Man. They're all on Baker. Baker. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, basically, the history behind Antoine Dixon was like he was this crazy like guy from the hood, but then like he picked up like a skateboard. And he was just shredding, like doing everything that I saw Tony Hawk do. And it was inspirational to me because I saw somebody from the hood on a skateboard and it made me want to learn how to skate. So I literally got like nice on a skateboard. I know how to kick flip. Sick, I ollie off with stairs. Six stairs is my highest stair that I ever did. Let's go. I can fakey tray. I can tray flip. I can do anything. Right on. Grind, 50-50, whatever you name it. I can do it. I haven't skated in years, by the way, but he was somebody that inspired me. That's what's up. Yeah. Yep. I love doing uh, snake runs and in, in, uh, in bowls, man. I just love skating bowls. Like, oh, you're a vert guy. I don't even like like true vert. No, but like a nice like bowl, dude, like a concrete bowl. Just get that like flow down and you're just like, you're listening to that like chill music. Oh, man. Absolutely. Bro, that brings me <laughs> back, man. Some of, it, it was like uh an escape you know what i mean you you pop your yeah. headphones in you put on a tr- uh, playlist and you just skate bro like you just yep. let, it, let it all out leave it all out there, the ipod know? days yeah, yeah. ipod shuffle yeah. yep. iPod, <laughs> Nano, yeah. ipod shuffle 
Absolutely. He only had like 250 songs. Yeah. Yo. Bro, those they things They didn't have AirPods back then. Nah. Those things were goaded though, man. The little iPod shuffle, it was like skinny rectangle. You just slide oh, that yeah. in your pocket and go, man. Absolutely. When, uh, Skull Candy kind of entered the scene too. Skull Candy, like I always had a pair of Skull Candies. It was like the cool head, like pair of headphones to have. Yeah. Before yeah. Beats even came out, before any of these like heavy hitters. Yeah. Sure. Definitely had a pair of Skull Candies. Probably a couple. In 28, I remember from a Radio Shack. Radio Shack. Yeah. Oh, bro, Radio, <laughs> Radio Shack. Shack that's bringing it back too. <laughs> Absolutely. Boomers on the on, boomers on the cast right now. Hey, man, it's the Boomcast. It's the place to be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's dope. We got. I didn't know you were a skater, so that's awesome to find out. Uh, let's yeah. Get, let's get into a little bit of a background on you and like uh, your come up and your your I guess entry into the gaming scene. Uh, when did you first start getting into gaming? Like what age? And uh, kind of give us a, a brief background to where you're at now. Honestly, man, I started gaming back when I was probably about ten years old, man. Um, it all started with the Sega Genesis. I would okay. do like these before I knew they were called speed runs. I would do speed runs on Sonic the Hedgehog. You started right Sega where I Genesis. started, bro. Yep, right there. <laughs> yep. And then after that, I, I believe I had the Nintendo 64, and then that's when I first got into FPS games. Okay. Which is the popular one we all know about: GoldenEye, James Bond, Can't 007. Yeah. Absolutely. That was the first SP- FPS game that I ever played. And after that, I believe I had like multiple PlayStations and then I started playing um, Call of Duty Big Six, I believe. Okay. That was one of the first Call of Duties. Mm-hmm. And then um, after that, I believe I bought the PS2. I, kind of, I was kind of like in the streets and stuff like that, getting into trouble with teen skating. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, I also like purchased my Xbox 360. Actually, my parents got that for me. Christmas. Um, they surprised me with it. They let me play with it on uh, Christmas Eve, I believe. And um, Nice. The first game that I played on there was Army of Two. Okay. I don't know if you guys ever heard yeah, of yeah, that. Yeah, I've heard of Army mm-hmm. of Two. Yep. Then um, after Army of Two, it was Modern Warfare 2. Goaded game right there. Yep. And I, I, I always had to like go over a friend's house to like get on the internet because I didn't have internet. My parents were like against it. Remember, mm-hmm. this is early 2000. Early, early. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel you. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I don't know what happened, but like this, this like voice came to my head and said, plug the telephone cable into the back of your console. So I plugged my cable, my telephone cable into the back of the Xbox 360. I'm sorry, the Xbox, first Xbox, original. Right, and yeah. then I do that, and then I end up playing like line, and then I get like sucked into like this, this <laughs> like thing, and I'm like just in the bro, vortex. Yes, bro, I get sucked into like this internet realm, There's and no going back after that, bro, I end up playing 24 hours a day, grinding Halo, whatever you can name it, bro. 360 came out. I do the same thing with that, but I convinced my parents to like get internet first. So now I'm playing like Modern Warfare 2 online and I just get fascinated with Call of Duty and I just couldn't <laughs> stop playing it. Right on. And yep. uh, what was your first uh, interaction with esports? Like competitive? My first interaction with esports? Yeah. I would say um, when Black Ops 2 came out, I was playing this lobby. Uh, pubs i believe it was like a search and destroy lobby i had about like 10 kills and like five deaths and um this kid was just going on and on like you know how like when a game chat kids just talk and like you're here like you're listening but you're not saying anything back to them Mm -hmm. so this kid was in my lobby talking about esports he's like yo this this guy on optic his name is skunk this guy's crazy man like I want to be just like him on optic. So I get offline later that day. And then I, I just like happen to do some research on like optic and stuff like that. Then I start watching MLG. Then I make an MLG account. Then I start like playing GBs right go. after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I'm assuming you, you started watching optic compete and stuff like that as well at the majors and everything. 
Absolutely. This was when Absolutely. This was when um Skump and Nashot were teaming at the same time. Nice. The powerhouse, yep. yeah. Yep. It's crazy to see where they're at now, eh? Uh compared it is. to back then cuz I'm I'm like on your same timeline as far as like consoles and like uh gaming and esports like I- i'm following along right with you like that was my uh entry as well yep. yeah i was just thinking about it the other day when we saw the 100 thieves gucci collab like and uh nate shot posted a kind of like a little picture you know just saying thank you and he was saying basically like eight years ago i was dead broke like you know absolutely and it's just yep. wild that the the journey that you can go on and with dedication and consistency and you know mm-hmm. hard work and stuff like that. And it's crazy because like we we were right there watching them at, in those in the pit, you know, just grinding it out and now look, right? Absolutely. It's, it's inspirational to say the least. Yep. Definitely. All right, that's dope. Uh we have a I want to take it a little deeper as far as like your gaming history. We have a segment we like to run called the Triple F segment. So basically, it's three questions, three Fs, and uh, we're just going to get dive a little deeper into like the specific games you played growing up, I guess. You kind of okay. already you kind of already answered the first one, but we'll see. Uh, so the first question is, what's the very first game you ever played in memory? Like it can be on anything. Very first game you ever played in memory. The very first game that I played in memory was Super Mario. Uh on the NES or or what was I it? I believe the NES is the the purple and gray one, right? Yeah, I believe yeah, that one. The Super yep. Nintendo. Super Nintendo. Yeah, Super Nintendo. Yep. Super Mario yep. on Super Nintendo. Yes, sir. And I remember, um, bro, I used to be this kid where like I would get frustrated at like not being able to go to the next level, so mm-hmm. I would do everything in my power to like go to the next level. Then I started like figuring it out and I just started learning like as I went. Yeah, you have the brain for for it, obviously, because yeah. your, your, your history says that, you know, you jump from game to game, system to system, like you're about that life for sure. You got that. Absolutely. Uh, Super Nintendo, that reminds me, that was cartridge and blow days, right? Like, yes. Yeah. Click, bro. Yep. <laughs> That brings me back. Yeah, there's some times where, like, we'll be playing league play with some of the younger kids in our organization, and, like, they have, like, issues. I'm like, dude, but did you take it out and blow on it and hit the reset button? Like, Yeah. They're like, <laughs> they're like what? one of these, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you had to be there. You had to be there. Yeah. They had to be there, man, and I don't think they will. No. Not they won't ever experience what we experience. No. Man, those systems are, like, legit in museums now. Yes. Not only that, they're super expensive. If you actually wanted to go buy one right now, like an N64, you're paying as much as like almost as much as getting a PS5. No, Wow, that's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's wild, man. They're a rare commodity to come by these days. All right. Next F. F, uh, The most forgettable (laughs) video game you've ever played, meaning like this is a game like you did put some time into, but you just thought it was trash. You're like, hell no, I'm not getting, I'm not putting any more time into this game you couldn't pay me to play it anymore just a game that didn't hit for you a game that didn't hit for me i'm gonna be honest man i hope i don't lose any fans i'm gonna have to be blunt i'm gonna say apex legends okay it's not for everybody it's not for everybody bro i mean i can do my thing you know but that game somehow just kills my vibe i don't know (laughs) what it is but it kills my vibe they they're having a a hacking problem. I know Warzone's having that problem, but Apex has been having a hacking issue lately as well, and some glitches and stuff. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. Like I've played with like some homies uh, here and there, but I suck at that game, bro. I don't know what it is. It's it's visually appealing. The movement is like smooth. It's it's beautiful. It's that Titanfall movement, man. Yeah, absolutely. The movement's great. Like, it's just like, I don't know. The competition level must just be unreal in that game because I'm just getting fried. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> and then I don't like, like, the fact that you have to loot up and, you know what I mean? Like The looting system's confusing to me. Yeah. There's, There's no, like, of... loadout system? No, it's yeah. not like Warzone. There's no, like, loady. Hmm. Did, you, did you play Blackout, Jim, or no? 
No, man. So I played I played Apex. I played it like twice. Didn't like it because I was like a Titanfall head. And uh, like I wanted them to expand on Titanfall. And then they, they started doing Apex. I was like, this is bullshit. The first BR I've ever played was Warzone. Okay. Wow. I was going to mm-hmm. say the, the looting system in Apex is more similar to, to Blackout. Okay. Like you're picking up individual things and piecing your gun and loadout together rather than having a loadout or, you know what I mean? Oh, okay. Or so you like pick up like sights and stuff? Yes, yeah, sights, yep. ammo oh, okay. mags, you know, all, all kinds of attachments and stuff. It just, it's, it's complicated, but these crackheads at it, bro, they're out here like... <laughs> and yeah, they're shooting at everything. They're shooting you up at the same time. They're lo- It's just, it's a wild place. But I feel Absolutely. you, it's not for everybody. Uh, last F. I'm going to paint you a picture, right? Yep. You're trapped on an island. Uh, you got thousand up, thousand down, maxed out internet, right? Yep. You got a console, PC, Game Boy, whatever, whatever you want to play on of choice. It's up to you. But you only get one game for the rest of your life. What's your favorite video game? Black Ops 2. Easy answers, huh? Absolutely. That's dope. I mean... Servers are populated too, so you Yeah, get so that you're Gucci. Stuff. Absolutely. So I'm assuming... I love that, that game. That's your favorite COD as well. Yes, sir. Absolutely. You're right in there with a, with a majority of people, I would say. Absolutely. See, I'm unique. And again, like a lot of it comes into uh, a lot of it is like nostalgia and like who you played with and how much fun you had. For me, Black Ops 1 is my favorite COD because that, uh-huh. that game was where like I first got on with the homies and like really like grinded a game and just had fun, laughs, try hard. You know, like all all of it, you know what I mean? GBs, all that stuff, right? Yeah. So a lot of it, how much of it is nostalgia for you versus uh, just the actual game? I'm the king of nostalgia. Okay. That's one. But I would say 100%, man. I'm going to be honest. That game, that game is it. Like I've said it. Yeah. The movement, the guns, the maps. I mean. It was a, it was a damn good COD, man. Yeah, it was. Absolutely. It was just so balanced. The weapon, every weapon you picked up in that game was somehow perfect and comfortable. No gun you picked up felt like any gun that we touched these days. Yeah, for sure. Weapon, I, uh, I'm sorry. I should say weapon. When I uh when I was playing Black Ops 2, I start I started playing COD when I was in Afghanistan in 2010. I had never played on console. I was a PC guy before I joined the army. And um, we had a couple Xbox 360s in Afghanistan and we would all jump on and play 2v2 against each other. Like when we get back from missions and stuff. And um, yeah, man, like Black Ops 2, when I went to the midnight release and everything, like with all the boys and dude, that game was, I rocked the MTAR, man. The MTAR, wow. that was my go-to, dude. Like I, it felt like it was an AR, but it felt like a sub to me too. Like, Absolutely. It was just, and I, I got, I remember getting diamond for it. I was like, dude, this thing hits. And I, but see, here's the thing. I only played hardcore. Like if we jump in a core, I was calling you like all kinds of names. Like you're stupid, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> yeah, you were a hardcore guy. That must yeah. be a cool piece of nostalgia for you. Like being in Afghanistan you know, grinding that out, right? Yeah, dude. Like, if I could pick up any of them right now, like, so, like, it was Modern War, the year Modern Warfare 2 was a thing. That was when I was in Afghanistan. And then I purchased my first Xbox 360 when I got back because I had a little bit of jingle in my pocket. And uh, I just became an Xbox gamer from there. Like, I'd get online with all my buddies that were in my platoon and everything. And then it ended up being, a, like, gaming turned into a way to, reconnect with buddies that i've been serving with throughout my years and uh Hop especially call of duty. yeah call of duty destiny like all these games that are that we're playing today like and like it's like for you black ops one i remember black ops one mm-hmm. was the very first cod i actually purchased because i think black ops one came after modern warfare 2 correct yeah and then modern warfare 3 came out yeah yep. and then yeah. black ops 2 yeah mm-hmm yeah, I just never knew about the esports side of it until Modern Warfare, like the most recent Modern Warfare. Yeah, that's wow. wild. Yeah, that is mm-hmm. wild. That's cool though that you were able to get games and you know while you were stationed. 
Dude, I, I told this for the very first podcast I was talking about it because we kind of went over like kind of our backgrounds and stuff. But we used to have Call of Duty tournaments within our platoons and it helped determine who was going to be a gunner in the truck that had a crow system, which is a joystick. And like the gun is on top of it in like a turret. So you're not like behind it, like manned. And we would have these tournaments and whoever won the tournament was the gunner of that vehicle for like the week. Wow. So like That's you wild. weren't you weren't exposed to like actual enemy fire like your person. And it, it makes sense though. Stick. Like it made sense though. Like brought some morale, you know what I mean? Gave you a little bit of reward and like why wouldn't you put your like best gamer behind a system that requires you to have a joystick and like it's like a game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. So no it was cool man. Yeah, wow. that's, a, that's a that's a story you can tell your grandkids one day. <laughs> yeah, that is cool. Wow, my lord! Like, come to think of it, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I got another question for you, Killa. Um, actually, before I ask that question, let's talk about your gamer tag. How how did you come up with it? When did you come up with it? And uh, yeah, give us the backstory on that. Um, I came up with it when I was playing Black Ops Two. Um. I was sitting in a party with all these guys and I'm like, um, you know, what should my name be, man? You know, it was one of those nights where I was really like down bad. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I want to like recreate myself. I'm tired of just being the name that I was and the name that I was Mr. Philadelphia. Okay. Like, and, um, I ended up just dropping the Mr. Then I just became Philadelphia that night. But to just go back a little bit, um, Philadelphia is known as Philadelphia because of like the high crime rate and violence going on in the city. And um, I just was like, you know what? Like, I'm getting a lot of kills in Call of Duty. Um, I'm just going to like take this name and use it as a gamer tag and like mm-hmm. a more positive way. Right. Yeah. So that's that's what I did. I just took the name Philadelphia from my city, Philadelphia, and I just ran with. It. That's pretty I think, dope. I think that's dope because I, I think your gamer tag's dope. Personally, uh, when I saw it, it's I was memorable. Like, yeah, it's very memorable, very marketable, very. Uh, it's it's good for your own personal brand. You know what I mean? So yeah, I was just Thank cur- you. I was curious on uh, how that came to be, and it's even better because uh, it has uh, it actually has some meaning to you. So that's dope. Absolutely. Uh, back to my other question. Uh, when did you first get into, so we know your, your come up with video games personally. We know your, your come up with esports and your interaction there. When did you personally start getting uh, invested in yourself doing, like making uh, video games more than just a fun thing, like streaming, uh, get, you know, investing in yourself? When did that all Content start happening? Creation. Content creation, et cetera. Um, we all know how the Modern Warfare 2 lobbies are. Mm-hmm. and um, the Modern Warfare 2 lobbies gave me like a self-reflection of I don't just want to play video games for fun. It was people on there saying things like, you know, you will never be anything in life. Uh, you won't have this. You won't have that. And I said, you know what? I'm going to figure out how to get this and that. And they're, they're talking about money. They're talking about clout, right? Mm-hmm. So I took I took some time to myself and I just sat back and I created like this whole brand and I, I told myself that I wouldn't stop till I get to where I want to be in life because those same people in those lobbies told me that I wouldn't be anything in life mm-hmm. and that just made me want to take it to another level to be honest. Mm-hmm. So I did so. So that started That's back in Modern Warfare 2. Yes, sir. Okay. And uh, did you start with like YouTube videos, streaming? What would you, how'd you enter into the content scene? I believe I started with YouTube. Okay. Yep. Just like I started uh, with YouTube. clips type thing? No, I used to post like videos, man. I used to just like take whatever I could and put it together, upload it. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be much, but something is better than nothing. Like variety? Yeah, like a variety of things. I would like film myself going outside and just like vlogging like way back in the day. Yeah. 
yeah, I would, I would like market myself and brand myself that way. Well, back to your point about like, just, you know, starting with something, uh, Jim, what was the, what was the taco Tuesday last week? Oh yeah. Uh, the taco Tuesday was, you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. Facts. Facts. I like that. I'm taking that one. There you go. It's going to be my next tweet. Yeah. <laughs> so Jim runs a segment every Tuesday called Taco Tuesday, and he just throws out like a motivational quote, you know, because we got a lot of like younger next generation type followers in our community. You know, we're just trying to pass out that that uh, inspiration and that uh, that knowledge, you know what I mean? And that's why we bring on guests like yourself, kind of pull from, you know, your experiences and see if we can't help someone else coming up along the way. Right. Absolutely. So these days you're, you're streaming, you're, you're partnered at Twitch. Uh, you got some sponsors and stuff. What's, uh, what's the goal? What's the goal right now for you? And, uh, what do you enjoy? What are you enjoying most right now about streaming and everything you got going on? Well, I'm not partnered on Twitch, but that's my, no, it's all good. One of my goals is to be partnered on Twitch. Okay. And I just want to become more of a household name. That's yeah. that's one of that's my one of my main goals. Well, right. yep. And you're currently running Warzone, right? That's yes, I'm currently mean. running Warzone. I'm trying to get on a organization for to become a Warzone player. I believe I have what it takes. Um, I'm I'm grinding Warzone and I'm having fun with it. I'm trying to get into these Switch Rivals tournaments. Mm-hmm. Everything that Warzone has to offer, I love the Call of Duty. So that was going to be one of my other questions. So I see you tweeting Rocker frequently. So I wanted to, I wanted to ask you uh, why Rocker? Uh, why are they your favorite? Uh, what, what's the deal with that? Um, honestly, man, I love Rocker. The, one of the reasons why I tweet Rocker so much and I sue Rocker is because I feel like um, back when they were introduced to the esports community, mm-hmm. um, the content that they would do behind the scenes with their players it was like crazy to me and i'm like you know what i can see myself being on this organization just because of the things that i saw like their content direction i love it no disrespect to phase but i feel like phase is just going all over the place right now mm-hmm. um i reached out to hex and hex told me that you know they're they're not picking up anyone anytime soon. so you know what I see Rocker reaching back out to me, so I'm just pursuing Rocker right now. 100%. Yeah, no, that's dope. And uh, I, I like the way you're going about it. Like, you're doing it in a classy way. And uh, I, I was just curious as to why they, you know, caught your eye. But that that's dope. I, uh, yep. I get it now. Uh, speaking of phase, I feel like, and I've been asking this question myself a lot recently too, is like, I don't understand, like, phase, like, came up on content. like they along with optic they're like the kings of content like they're they're the people you look up to it's shocking to me that their team doesn't really have like their call of duty team doesn't really have much content surrounding them yeah um they they tend to keep content with content people and keep pro players just with playing it seems like right but i think yeah. i think that's a miss man cuz like those pro players have fans they got young kids that are like, oh my God, I want to be simp. I want to be our cities. You know what I mean? They want to see more behind the scenes. Um, yeah, I think that's a huge miss on their part. I don't know what you guys think. It is. I, I think, uh, I mean, look at their success though. You know what I mean? Maybe a result of, to them not getting distracted by content and having that be like an aspect. Like their players are actually able to hone in and just be as disgusting as they can be at the game like look at their look at their points man they're like that's the other side you know, of it, 500 sure. something you know what i mean yeah because at the end of the day they're professional athletes like mm-hmm. they're they're they are you know whether I, so that could be a thing you know what i mean yeah that could be a factor and you wonder if maybe like teams like optic or whatever who are very content heavy like mm-hmm. if they adopted that same style like could their players be better you know who knows you never know but at the same time phase if they wanted to they could hire a couple a book a couple like a a videographer someone a cameraman and then just kind of create some things you know what i mean kind of how like uh optic has with like hitch and and some of those guys like they they do stuff like that so who knows yeah absolutely i believe um 
they they could do something like that. I mean, I understand they're, they're focusing on competition, competing and stuff like that, but, you know, for a Call of Duty lover like myself and all of us, I believe we want to see, you know, what's going on more behind the scenes, like, with yeah. players. For sure. Even like, that would be, be a treat to us. Yeah. It'd be so sure. sick, especially because of COVID, like, if they had, like, a even if just the CDL did, picked it up in general, like CDL Cribs, you know what I mean? Like they come into their house and they check out their setup, you know, they kind of go over like what like a week looks like in the life of, you know, Celium or something like that. Like what he does, like what's his pregame ritual? Like what does he eat? Like, Cause I know everyone has something different, man. Like when I played Counter-Strike um, competitively back in the day, dude, like I always had a Gatorade next to me. Like I make sure that I out like two hours prior to the game (laughs) i took a shower like all this stuff and i was just like really focused and like superstitious if i didn't have my gatorade next to me dude i was i was playing like trash like so shout out the homie don by the way that's that's his dream piece of content right there uh don if you're watching this you got to make that happen when covid's all done brother he wants to run a uh don's over at 137 p.m i'm not sure if you you you're familiar with them uh they got a dope ass content team over there and, yeah i'm familiar uh, with them yeah one one of his uh one of his goals is to run like a mtv crib style sh- show or segment with uh call of duty players i think that'd be dope wow damn yeah. that might be something i might have to get into as well yeah like to tour their setups you know see like jim was saying like w- what do they need before a match like you know well maybe not go too much into detail but <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I thought that was a dope idea when we had him on the podcast, he was uh, explaining his vision for it. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. yeah. No one's done it. Like nobody. So it's wide open piece of content. Hey, it is. COVID's a big deal. They got drones these days, dude. You can fly a drone around and shit. Like <laughs> send a drone to their house, like a little mini helicopter with a camera. You just talk to it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Either that or like, yo, what's up, guys? This is my setup. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just hear that humming in the back. For sure. Uh, But to touch on on his idea, I think another cool idea would be like a Pimp My Ride, but gaming edition to where, though, like we travel to like these kids' homes and like transform their whole setups. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, that yeah. would be fire. That would be so sick. And have like the best PC builds. Like you could even have guys like Paradox in on it. Like just building the wildest call it, PCs uh, ever. You know? Yeah. You can call it Pimp My Rig with fucking Philadelphia. That would be crazy, bro. Pimp My Rig. Yeah, that'd be dope. It's the you're the exhibit of fucking pimping out people's <laughs> rigs, dude. We're giving people like, yo, today we're about to go and hook up. <laughs> <laughs> we got the thirty ninety. We got the yeah. You got everything. Gifted from B Paradox himself. Yeah, that would be crazy. Yeah, we're giving we're giving away too many ideas here. We gotta. I know. Man. Yeah, no, we gotta keep these low key because yeah, yeah, you know someone's gonna pick it up. Someone's gonna pick it up and make millions, and we're still gonna be sitting at our setups like, uh, yeah, like wait, I can't. We came up with this one. Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where's my trademarking? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I wanted to ask what what uh players in the Warzone community right now competitively like do you look up to right now? Like who's killing it right now in the Warzone scene? Uh, myself. That premium unleaded for yourself, man. You get Absolutely. Really you gotta gas yourself up. For sure. Like but who, no. who's competition right now though, for real? Um, honestly, I don't believe in having any competition. I believe it's a lot of money out here for everybody to eat. Mm-hmm. But it's some players out here that I am looking up to, like swag of um Aiden, Biffle. You know, these guys are just killing it on this game nasty bro yes my next question for you on the war zone trend is a lot of chatter has been going on back and forth uh the past couple months about well really since modern warfare came out and Warzone came out just about the the backing and the developer support that Warzone and that community has versus competitive call of duty um and lately even so you've seen some pro players scump himself uh talking about how they personally think competitive Call of Duty, the eSport, is going to die to Warzone. What are your thoughts on that? Do you see that happening? Absolutely. 
I can't remember the last time I watched a CDL match. Damn. Okay. And what are the main factors, do you think, for, for that, you know, that boring. case? It's just boring to watch these days? CDL is boring to watch. Now, do you think it's something they can recover, or is it just... It's, had it's, something they can rec- it's something they can recover if they uh, hire the right people. But being so that they're so close-knit and close-minded that mm-hmm. they're not letting anybody else in, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's kind of like limiting what Call of Duty can bring to the people's eye vision. It's boring to watch. Yeah. When was the people last... People are tired of seeing the same thing. For real, I, I, I'm right there with you. What was the last Call of Duty that you found, you know, entertaining and wanted to tune into, would you say? Last Call of Duty, I can say that was entertaining to watch. Um, my first one would be AW. My second one would be Black Ops 3. And my third one would probably be... Um, I would, I, would, I would say IW. IW was pretty entertaining to watch. So there's a trend there. All three of them advanced movement. Mm-hmm. More entertaining. Uh, they, they all had Uplink, I believe. Um, and a lot of people resonate with, with those uh, statements in that they found Uplink like, to be the most entertaining uh, wow factor game mode to watch. Yep. Jetpacks Jet made things more about skill like the, the skill gap was larger, like people who could master the movement and the jetpacks and their shot and read the game, like their skill was just above and beyond everyone else. So I agree with you. I feel like the, the boots on the ground games that they've come out with since those uh, jetpack games, they cater to that first time, just got it for Christmas, first time Call of Duty player make it easy to just jump in and shoot something and you know what i mean the skill yep. gap the skill gap is just so minor now like even when you watch the pro games like on any given day any team can win realistically um and yeah there's just no more wow factor and i know jim you mentioned snipes too right like that's a dude i just i don't even that's a, i'm being a dead horse dude like we are literally witnessing a season where you cannot watch simp snipe you cannot watch dashy there's no smokes. Like we're really witnessing S and D being played with no snipes and smokes. Wait, time out. I didn't even know that. You can't snipe. No, nope. it's G eight. It's G eight. Mm-hmm. How is the sniper G eight? Cold in Cold War, the sniper is just absolutely broken. Yeah, there's like no flinch. Like the competitive, the competitive aspect of it. It's just it's way too OP. Yeah, Wait, I can't believe that one. I heard yeah. a good quote. I think it was Hitch actually that put put this on the TL a couple weeks back. He said, "No snipes in competitive Call of Duty S and D is like no dunking in the NBA." Yeah, yeah. Would you That's still wa- would you still watch the NBA if there was no dunking and no flashy? Like, come on. Absolutely not. It loses its entertainment value like right mm-hmm. away, right? And yeah. that's the thing. I think uh, I think the format they have it in right now, and they kind of like it's franchise, but it's like it's like they're gatekeeping these potential orgs that like really, I mean, the open tournaments were so sick back in the day. You know what I mean? You could have some no name team make a deep run and it was like, dude, that's dope. You know yeah, what I mean? And getting names on, on the map and mm-hmm. I, the franchising really, uh, the development it's, of the game. It's games. cool. Yeah, it's cool. But you get to rep your city and stuff, and there's a lot of money involved in these big majors that are LAN events. Like, great for the fans, great for merchandising, great for all that stuff. But it's only the top percent that get to kind of bevel in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's not like, hey, boys, like we got like a young org or whatever. Like we're gonna we're gonna pay to send you guys there with the Airbnb, like kind of like how these local lands are doing right now. But like, you're going to try to make a deep run in this open tournament, you know what I mean? And get your name on the board, right? Like exactly. If if you were an amateur player, right? Nobody knew your name, not one person. You make a deep run in, in what those open tournaments used to be. Your name's on the board. Absolutely. Who is this guy? Where's he from? Like, yeah. You're being watched now. You know what I mean? For for mental health reasons too. I mean, you see the blender, what challengers is today, dude. Like you got to get on your pro points. You got to do this. You got to do that. People's egos are flying everywhere. Like, 
Yep. You know, like it's yeah, just the competitive wild. scene is it's sharp. Yeah, hate to say. Let me ask you guys a question. Yeah, why do you think they take away everything we love? It's a good question, but yeah, it all comes down to this, right? Absolutely. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it always comes. They back spend to more money than us on the game, so they're going to cater to them and not us. Yeah, mm-hmm. they haven't fixed anything we asked to be fixed. They didn't, fix, they didn't give us a dedicated server yet. Mm-hmm. They haven't took the cheaters out of Warzone. What do we have to do? We even people even offered to put up their own money. Yeah, for anti-cheat. That should never be the question. Yeah. No. Well, you see those lawsuits that recently came out, and that work Absolutely. environment over there is just mind blowing, dude. And what's even like what even and I put this on the TLs. Like, what even sickens me even more is like the stuff that's going on in the con and the 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 bulk of that lawsuit is you read the comment section of people retweeting that stuff and they they don't even like consider what the lawsuit's for they only care about the anti-cheat and like the stuff like that it's like dude no like that work environment is extremely toxic yeah like if there was better leadership better accountability all those things and it was really professional and it was a an environment for people of like all walks of life, equal opportunity to kind of like like live and grow just based off their merit and like what they put into it. Dude, we would see that in the game as a result. Yeah. You know? Have more so, open minded people, uh more adaptable. You like it's just there's a lot of gatekeeping, like you said, and it's really rigid. They just they're not really listening. And yeah, they're like you yeah. said, they're just focused on the money making. Like that that is what it is. I, I hope it changes in the future, you know, because we've got a lot of people like from all different types of job descriptions, making money off esports or trying to make a career out of esports, right? Yourself included. Um, there's a lot of people that put a lot into this, you know, the least you would want back in return is like, you know, the respect and the uh, acknowledgement from the developers, right? Uh-huh. Yep. That's the goal. Let me, let me, let me just say this one well now i stand by womanhood as well and you know i respect women that play video games but now since this statement came out i'm not gonna lie a lot of a lot of women been saying you know what hey i'm not gonna someone playing warzone because that game supports active you know how sad that is man yeah that's bad that's mm-hmm. really bad it's a second and third order of effects of what's going on in that in that company you know what it's i mean it's like if a domino have, effect it's if it's, they didn't have what was going on it's like you know it's it's it only hurts the community that's the thing and then we they say the ones that suffer then they say you know what what other games do activision have because i'm not going to host their streams either yeah it's that's cancel, bad cancel culture right as a result yeah. of the main issue yeah 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 that is bad for for yourself for any other streamer and activision needs to get their shit in order dude it's a ripple effect man <laughs> they, they need do. to get it together man because yeah this this is not it for everybody involved right mm-hmm. no not at all anyway on a lighter note i got another segment for you this is like just to get to know you personally like gaming all that out the window this is just to get to know you a little better uh we like to call this segment this or that so basically we're just going to run through rapid fire questions you pick one or the other type beat and uh we're gonna try and get through as many as we can jim's gonna have 60 seconds on the clock and uh yeah one one or the other cool okay cool let's do it all right, Jim, we'll start the clock when I ask the first question, and then we'll just we'll run through. Cool? All right. First question, dog or cat? Cat. Netflix or YouTube? YouTube. DC or Marvel? Marvel. Phone call or text? Phone call. Toast or eggs? Eggs. Uh, mobile games or console games? Console games ios or android ios while you're walking music or a podcast music uh cake or pie cake coke or pepsi pepsi 
Uh, new clothes or new phone? Phone. Big party or small gathering? Small gathering. Football or basketball? Basketball. 10 seconds. Jogging or hiking? Hiking. Bath or shower? Five. Shower. Four. Hamburger three, or taco? Two. Hamburger. One. Passenger or driver? Last one. Driver. All right. Yo, we let's go. <laughs> we, we ripped through a bunch there, man. Yo, you I were think. ripping, man. Yeah, absolutely. You were frying. We got through like twenty nine, I think. That's crazy. Wow. What's the record? Do we have? Uh, do we know? I I haven't been tracking it. You know, it's just for fun, but it's just a yeah. matter of trying to get through as many as we can. I'm the record holder. Yeah, I, I would say you ripped through the most by now, for sure. Wow. Yeah, it's just something we like to run just to get to know you a little better. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was maybe, cool. I like those questions. Maybe your audience doesn't know those things about you, what you prefer. So, hey, it matters, man. Is iOS? Let's go. IPhone Absolutely. Same nah, iPhone. I'm I'm Android over here, man. Google phone. This freaking pre this peasant down here. <laughs> <laughs> are you uh, Marvel? You mentioned Marvel over DC. Are you a uh, like comic fan? Are you into those movies at all? I am absolutely. What's your What's your favorite uh, either movie or TV series out of, out of all of those? I would say the Avengers. Okay, yeah, you can't go wrong with those. Can't what's, at what's all. Your favorite superhero? My favorite superhero is the Hulk. The Hulk. Okay. Let's go. Hulk yes. smash. Yeah, absolutely. He's a classic, man. Yeah, we got a bunch of. Hey. We got a bunch <clears> of. Uh, <throat> did you throw something up? Yeah, my controller. It's a uh, custom-made Battle Beaver Hulk oh, edition. Oh, okay. let's go. Yeah, I'm a huge... Uh, I got Thor's axe right here. Wow, that's my second. Yeah, and then I got I got a bunch of comic. I'm a huge comic nerd. I got like wow. DC stuff, Superman stuff everywhere. How about yeah, you? His, his desktop background, Superman. I'm a, I'm a Thor guy, man. I like Thor. He's just like I'm Nor I'm part Norwegian and like Viking is kinda like my thing. Like I just love it. Plus he's like the only like god amongst them. Like, come on, let's be let's be real here. Like you know. Absolutely. Yeah, it's my usual desktop background right here. Wow. That's sick. I like that. The homie, yeah. No, that's dope. Uh I always like to ask people uh, you know, what they're into because you know, I'm 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 big into comics and stuff like that. I have a question. Yeah. So you're you're you both are Thor fans, right? Yeah. You guys both think you're worthy. <laughs> oh, no doubt. I, no okay. Doubt. He's probably worthy, for sure. I'd give it to Jim over taking it myself. <laughs> all all I would want if I like here, here's another question to all of you like if you could have one superpower, what would it be? For me, it's I'd I'd like to fly. Wow. What, what, would you, what would you guys take? I'm taking teleportation. Dang. Teleport That's a good one. Teleportation like, would be like on point. Like, like dude, it, like, like Italy. Boom. Yeah. Like, I think it'd be so sick. That movie <clears throat> Jumper. Have you seen that movie Jumper? Yeah. I saw the movie Jumper. That's like yeah. a low-key goaded movie, man. It is. That's, that movie's so underrated. Yeah. What do you got, Killa? Um, I'm a firm believer in a matrix, so I would say time travel. Okay. So you like Doctor Strange? Yes. Or The Flash? Dude, Doctor Strange yeah. is yep. a sick movie. It is. I think that's my second favorite uh, superhero out, out of the, the whole universe. Speaking of the, again. the Matrix, I just watched the, the trilogy a couple months back. Again, I usually watch it every couple years, you know? You have to, man. It's, that's a go-to series. To. Absolutely. Right. Jimbo, any uh questions for you? I've been talking a lot. Anything you no, want to No, I mean I just I'm just vibing out. When are we gonna when are you gonna carry me through some war zone? I heard, I saw you playing with our, our, our boy uh Grip Grip Sama. Sama today, so Oh yeah, bro. Yeah. So that yeah, he costed he's... me today. <laughs> <laughs> yo Joe yo Joe, you hearing this? That we're clipping that dude. Yeah, we're bro, clipping that. He was like um we get in the car and we're fighting a team on some like mountain or whatever. And he, this guy just lets me out in the middle of nowhere. And I'm like, bro, what, like, what am I shooting at? And like, I end up getting killed. He ended up dying. And someone was like, yeah, he doesn't know how to drive. And I'm like, all right, well, 
That's it. <laughs> if it's Back one thing I do know, I know how to fly and drive, so. Nice. I got you. Let's get a win soon. Let's vibe out, man. I yep. suck, but hey, whatever. Yeah, uh, we're going to close it off here. I just want to say I appreciate you coming on, brother. Uh, it was awesome to get to know you, get, you know, get a little more on your background. Hopefully, we can give that back to your community, your followers, you know, and uh, our followers as well. Uh, lastly, you know, before we close it out, uh, I guess my last question would be, if there's a, you know, a young 12, 13, 14 year old kid out there right now who wants to get into streaming and this and that, what would your best piece of advice be to someone like that who wants to, you know, do what you do one day? Honestly, man, my best advice for those kids to come up would be to never give up and never let anyone determine success, honestly, because it's going to take a lot of grind a lot of effort, a lot of passion, and a lot of thick skin mm -hmm. that a lot of these guys don't have. And also, another thing that people need to keep in mind is that um, when, when it comes to gaming, creating content in general, branding yourself, you can't put a timeline on that. This is timeless. This took so many years. Fact. And it's still happening for all of us. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, Never give up. Never tell anybody can or can't life. Just follow your dream. I know that sounds cliche and cheesy, but yeah. it's true. That's what I did. And I, those... I'm pretty sure if you're watching this, probably about, you know, younger than me, I'm 29 years This took me about, you know, 15 years to get yeah. to where I'm at. Facts. That's great advice. Uh, Jim and I like to always say uh, it's a marathon, not a sprint, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. As long as you're real with yourself, you set small, achievable goals, it'll keep you motivated throughout the whole thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're not just going to tomorrow wake up and you're freaking swag. You know what I mean? Like, you're not yeah. going to be Nick Merckx, but you set small, little, achievable goals. Once you achieve them, it feels great. And you can move on to the next. Like, all right, man, like, I got this sub goal. Let's do this, you know? For sure. All right, man. Well, we appreciate you coming on. And from the bottom of my heart, I wish you nothing but success. And uh, yes, sir. I, I want you to see you. I want to see you achieve your goals. And I hope you achieve all of them, brother. And uh, like Jim said, we got to get in some Warzone games. Uh, Let's do it. Sometime in the future. And uh, shout out Hunter. Shout out Sam Texable. He's the one who uh, put us on to you. So I want to give him a quick shout out. Yo, that's my guy. Shout out to yeah. Sam. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are amazing, man. I love this show. I wish we could have chatted longer. Yeah, for sure, hey, man. We we don't like to keep people on too long. Uh I got we got a lot of stuff here that for the community, definitely, bro. Like that last, you know, your your advice right there. Uh, a lot of people are going to take something from that and we'll be sure to put you, put that on blast and make sure that gets out there. But I appreciate you and uh we'll have you on again. We'll have to have for you sure. on again. That's the only answer. Yo, shout out to the Boomcast, man. I appreciate you guys. You guys are amazing. And let's get it. Hell yeah, uh, brother. Where it's can everybody find you? Where can everybody find you? Uh, your socials. Philadelphia on everything, baby. Yeah, we love to see that. You'll see his socials all down on the screen here below. If you're not following him, make sure you go hit him up with a follow and uh, show some love and support. And uh, yeah, until next time, the Boomcast. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe if you've made it this far in the video. Uh, we appreciate you. We love all of you. And uh, signing out. Peace. Peace.